You're listening to episode 152 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is sharing your faith while traveling by train with Silas Cruz. Hi, my name is Sarah and I have a background in theology and a love for travel. Having visited nine different countries and served in five congregations, I wanted to create an environment that discusses and encourages the overlap of my two favorite things, the Lord and travel. And if you have a passion for these things or wanting to learn how God is such an integral part of our daily adventures, then you've come to the right place. Today's topic is sharing your faith while traveling by train with Silas Cruz. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you are here because today we have an awesome guest with his own podcast and some of his own train experiences, and he's going to be sharing a little bit about his experience sharing his faith on some of his train journeys. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources, and I'm so excited. Our platform is coming soon. It'll be an opportunity for you to plan trips with other Christians, meet people around the world world and engage in Bible studies while you're on the road. So be staying tuned for that. Uh, Again, you can sign up for our email list on our website to get the latest updates on that as well. But without further ado, Silas is a Danish student, Jesus follower, and the podcast host for Jesus the God Man. Hey, Silas, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to to be on your podcast and uh, share a little bit about trains and uh, and God. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and some of your experiences by traveling by train? Definitely. Definitely. So uh, like uh, Sarah said, my name is Silas. I, uh, I'm from Denmark and I live in a small town called Hanning. Uh, you probably don't know it because it is tiny compared to many other countries and towns around the world. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I turned 20 just a couple of months ago. And then I'm a student. I finished school uh, or high school, I guess it is, um, this summer in a couple of months, which I'm super excited about. And, uh, and then I'll be starting Bible college uh, next year, actually, or yeah, after summer. Um, and then when it comes to trains and traveling, I grew up traveling. I've traveled a lot in my life, uh, specifically by train. And also a little bit by bus, by, you know, going to family members uh, around Denmark. And so, so I'm very familiar with traveling by train. And uh, yeah, it's, I've always been fond of traveling. So it's awesome being here. That's awesome. Um, so when you traveled by train, was it pretty much in country or have you done some international travel as well? I think uh, it, it's definitely like for the most just in Denmark, but I have done uh, when I was a kid, I don't remember a lot from it, but I think I was actually on one of the last night train rides. And if you don't know what a night train is, you you probably do. But for you <laughs> listeners out there, it's like you literally it's so long a journey that you sleep on the train. And uh, that was a really great experience. I think we went to Germany. Uh, I don't know for what for. Actually, I totally forgot that. But yeah, that was a great experience uh, trying that out. Yeah. Nice, nice. So here in the United States, public transportation is not as frequently used. So for someone who's maybe never traveled by train before, what are some things that they need to know in general? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think I have I have like three main things uh, that I that I really focus on before every trip I take. And uh, the, the first good tip or important thing to know is to arrive 
at the train station in good time. Now I'm a I'm a the type of person that will be in good time for every single thing in life. Uh, I'm just that kind of kind of person. But I also have a lot of friends who are last minute or you know after it started kind of arriving. You know, and mm-hmm. when it comes to public transport or trains or whatever it is, it's it's just not a good idea. So make sure you're there in good good time. I I have a thumb rule that I call ten to fifteen minutes before, and I, I always plan that that is actually where I have to be there. Um, sometimes I'll even be there 30 minutes or an hour before just to make sure that, that you, you get there. Cause sometimes they leave before time. I've had that happen in Denmark, at least. I don't know if that's in the United States too, but it is in Denmark. And then, um, I would say, uh, prepare from home everything you can possibly every, every possible thing you can prepare. Look at, you know, I have like an app where I can see the times and if I can see changes, if it's canceled or if it's delayed or whatever, all these different, um, information I can see on my phone. I don't know if you have it in the United States, but if you have something like it, I would definitely suggest that you uh, you, you use that. And then I would say uh, number three is uh, trains are late, you know, so they're, like they're not always on time. So don't expect them always to be. And I think I've had I've had multiple train rides where I had such a small time of, of switching between transport. Maybe I had mm. to switch to a bus or another train. And if it if you have like a five minute time to switch, I usually out of experience and learning it the hard way, I don't do those anymore because they are just, you know, unpredictable. And that's how it is with traveling. So uh, just make sure that you plan good time to, to switch and, and, and plan for delays. You know, that, mm. that's, a, that's a good way. That's like a general uh, three tips, I guess I, I'll, I'll give. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it comes to finding your station or um, where to get on, um, that's something I, I traveled to Germany once. Of course, a lot of the signs were not in my language, but um, I found it really difficult. Uh, what advice do you have for finding like where to get on, I guess? Yeah. Ah, that's a that's a good question, and it's it's so different from from the U.S. to Denmark here. Like I've been in uh, U.S. twice. I've been in Florida, and I've been to New York. And I remember when I went to New York, I was so confused in the train station. I was like, "What is this? How's there so many signs? I don't know what to do here. I'm panicking, and I had to ask for help." And actually, that that would be my best advice: ask for help. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes we, you know, obviously there's the fear in us. It's like, I don't know, like asking people for help. I don't really <laughs> want to do that. It's uncomfortable. And I know, but sometimes we have to go out of our comfort zone to, to find our way, you know? So yeah, I would say there's, there's usually by far people at the train station that you can ask. And, uh, and I, I would do that if you, if you get confused, if, if you don't really know how to read the signs or know which platform you need to get to, yeah. uh, then yeah, feel free to ask people. Yes, absolutely. And God can put people in our life and in our travels to help us get to where we need to go and hopefully on time. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <In> life too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Travel has so many uh, good life lessons in it. That's yeah. for sure. So true. Yeah. Um. So when you've been traveling, you've had the opportunity to talk about your faith a couple of different times. Do you want to share a little bit about that experience? Definitely. Um, about a year ago, I think it's about a year ago now. Time goes so fast, especially since Corona. I don't know about you listeners and you, Sarah, like my timetable in my head has just been completely messed up. Like I, I had a phone chat earlier about something that happened three years ago. I was like, that felt like six months ago. What is going on? You know, it's crazy. Uh, but that was totally sidetracked. But about a year ago, I, uh, I went from Copenhagen, which is the, um, 
capital of Denmark, and I went to Aarhus to visit my parents because they live there. And uh, I had a chance to share my faith, and it's actually pretty cool because I think I asked about a week before uh, going on this trip, like God, next time I go traveling, give me give me an opportunity to share faith um, and make it make it clear to me, you know. And so I I show up. I get on the train, you know, I'm just, I'm used to traveling. So I just kind of go on autopilot in my head, uh, get in the train, find my seat, sit down, put some music on, you know, listen to uh, Maverick City uh, and good worship, good worship music, you know, just totally chill out. And I think about 30 minutes into the ride, and I think it's a, it was a three hour, three and a half hour uh, train ride, um, some drunk teenagers come in and uh, just about my age, uh, may, I think they were a bit younger though. And they sit down, you know, they literally carrying alcohol and um, I, they, they were carrying, you know, uh, playing cards and was just having party really uh, for themselves. And they came down and they're like, hey, can we sit next to you? And I was like, what? <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, can we sit next to you? I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm not going to lie. I was totally hoping for one of those train experiences where you're just like, I can go sleep now and just relax and be me. But that was not what was happening. And that's just how it is, you know? Yeah. And so uh, they sit down and um, they were actually, they were really, really kind. And one of them, you know, just instantly starts off by saying like, hey, thanks for letting, letting us sit by you. If you want some alcohol, you know, you can have some. I was like, ah, I'll, I'll pass. But well, thanks. <laughs> and uh, I think five, ten minutes passed by and they're like, ah, we're, we're playing, uh, you know, some some cards. And I uh, was just wondering if you wanted to join. You know, it's always cool. The, 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 mer- the, the more the merrier. I think that's the saying. <laughs> yeah. And um, at first I was like, really i really don't want to to be honest and then it hit me like just that week before that i asked god hey give me an opportunity and i was like you know it doesn't hurt to play some cards with these guys plus i ended up winning a lot so that was a good bonus you know <laughs> good times nice. yeah and so uh, we started playing some cards and uh we you know we fall into chats we talk about school and what what school they go to and where they're from and so on and they're from around the capital and they were going to some party i think it was in Aarhus. And uh, and then they they asked like oh oh cool so what are you gonna do in Aarhus and uh, I was like well I'm gonna be going to visit my parents but I'm also gonna be going to church tomorrow and uh, that's always a good good one to really throw in you know and yeah. uh, they're like oh really you go to church isn't that kind of boring <laughs> and I just started laughing so hard I was like depends on what church you go to <laughs> um, we we have these uh, in Denmark and I I know that's a uh, very uh, special uh, from the United States we have these folk churches it's called where I think we're actually more or less known from it when it comes to to a religious point of view I guess and mm. it, it's it's basically the state that runs the church and they're they're very mm. old um people centered and that's awesome but yeah. I find them not so interesting <laughs> cuz there's no you know worship and it's it's like these old psalms and uh, you know, the preacher is a 90 year old man talking about a 90 year old story or something. Yeah, it's just it's not really for me. But this was what they were thinking when they were like, hey, isn't that kind of boring? You know, mm-hmm. and so uh, I tell them, well, depends who you ask. You know, uh, I find it really cool. And uh, they're like, OK, cool. Well, you're a Christian then. Like, do you believe in, in the Bible and all of that that's in it? And I was like, yeah, I, I would say so. Like. I don't know if you've ever had that question, like, hey, do you believe everything about Jesus? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. What do you mean by that? You know? <laughs> but um, yeah, I told them, hey, yeah, absolutely. And um, we, we just ended up, you know, coming into a conversation and talking about it. And these two guys, they went 
somewhere actually i don't even think they went to the bathroom they just went away i to be honest i don't think they were that interested in talking about jesus and so on and that's going to happen sometimes like that's happened to me multiple times sometimes people are just not going to be interested and that's okay you know yeah. it's not our job to force it on them yeah um, the holy spirit will use different times and seasons exactly and, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we, we just get into this uh, conversation and uh, it, was, it was just really fun to see how these drunk teenagers would come in and I got to tell them, hey, I go to church and I actually follow Jesus. And we get into this whole chat like, oh, what do you think about, you know, sex before marriage and these, you know, taboo topics that yeah. a lot of non-Christians want to know about. And mm-hmm. uh, we just got into a chat and I actually ended up inviting them to church and, you know, added them on Facebook and everything. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up tomorrow. He was like, I'll, I'll come if I'm not too smashed from the party. I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. You do you, man. And um, yeah, unfortunately, they did not end up coming to church. Uh, but they did actually text me and was like, oh, man, we're sorry we missed it. Uh, we we're just totally smashed today. And uh, what I did tell them is, hey, actually, there's a church too near you where you live. So seriously, I just want to encourage you. Check it out. Give it a chance. Yeah. You know, see, see, like, you know, that Bible verse, uh, I think it's in Psalms where it's like taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. I basically just poured that on and was like, hey, try it out. You know, see see for yourself. Come see for yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I chatted with them a few times afterwards. Uh, but really, it was, just, it was just so cool to see how a simple train ride can lead to someone hearing about Jesus and hearing about church and, uh, and faith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how you open that conversation, just sharing about the events going on in your week and including attending church. Um, I feel like many times when people ask about our weekends, we forget to list that as one of the things. And that seemed like such a great conversation starter for you. 100%. Yeah, I think I think we have that tendency to because we're so used to it, especially us regular churchgoers. If you go to church every week, it's just like, yeah, of course I go to church. Like, and then it's like, it's not something special. Usually we want to hear the special things, but yeah, it, I mean, it is in, in to some people, you know? So, yeah. 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 Um, and then you kept the conversation going by communicating with them, staying in touch and inviting them to find a church near them. That's yeah. uh, really important too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Nice. Um, so if someone else was maybe in a similar situation, um, I know that you started even a week before praying and asking the Lord for the opportunity to share your faith, but what might be some of the tips you would have for sharing your faith on a train ride? Mm, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Great question. Um, I would say the most important thing, and uh, this this comes from uh, my own belief and, and I would say my own experience, is that when it comes to sharing faith, uh, and especially when traveling, you you kind of understand like a lot of people, th- this was a unique situation actually, because they asked me, you know, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are, was like me and are like me. They're like, I just want to be myself, you know, sit in my little corner and enjoy, you know, coffee or whatever and just sleep or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's, it's understand, uh, or it's, it's, it's really important to understand where people are coming from and where people uh are when when we when we have these chats on train so i think the best thing is to to just if it comes up or if you see a chance of course bring it in but also don't force it you know mm-hmm. uh what i've learned is it's it's not my um it's not my responsibility to persuade people it's my mm-hmm. responsibility to to tell people of jesus yeah. and then he will do the persuading you know holy spirit will do the persuading and uh, i like to say that if god is god let god be god you know, mm-hmm. God is God, then he can definitely persuade people. And I, I like snap of his fingers, you know, but 
of course he gives us free will and so on. That's not, we're not going to get into all that, but <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I would say, um, like, you know, the, the Bible talks, I think it's John 13 verse 35, um, that it says, uh, you know, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to communicating and, and telling people of Jesus, whether that's in train or in any other circumstances in life, I think the most important thing is to do it with love, to do it and say it with love. You know, one thing is, is saying it with love. Another thing is doing it with love. And one thing is saying or doing it with love and another thing is saying it. So I was like, that whole focus point should be always to love people. And, uh, and then, you know, I, I, I think God will do the rest. We do our best. He does the rest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that brings another verse to mind, and I can't remember where it is in scripture, but it talks about the Lord doesn't need to be defended. Um, While he calls us to share our our faith lives with others, um, like you said, he he will do the persuading, um, and he'll defend himself. Um, But if the opportunity arises, we can always uh, share at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. that's so good. That's a great verse. I actually don't remember where it is either, but it's such a good (laughs) verse. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, do you have any other tips about traveling by train or about sharing your faith or just for Christian travelers in general? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I didn't mention, I think that's one of the most important thing. And again, I had to, I had to learn this in the hard way, um, (laughs) is, is to, to actually just put whatever traveling you do into God's hands. To just trust him with it. Um, another story that I have is a few years ago, uh, two or three years ago, I went to a conference in London, a Christian conference. And uh, as I was going home, all the planes, every single plane was canceled. Like people were striking. And um, I, oh. I think that's what it is in, in English. Like yeah, no one yeah. was at work. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, what in the world am I going to do? Like I need to get to Denmark. There's water between Denmark and, and, and England. How am I going to do this? What's happening? Fortunately, I was with some other people. So we weren't alone, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, I ended up having to, to take it. Like it took me two days to get home instead of, you know, one and a half hours in plane. Mm-hmm. And what I just learned from that story was, you know, the best thing we can do in those situations is trust God. And I learned that he's, he is trustworthy in it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we're going to have to take some some other routes and sometimes we're going to have to take some other transports to get where we want. And sometimes it's just going to fail. Sometimes we're not going to get to our destination. And that sucks. And it's OK that it sucks. You know, it's it's totally OK. But um, if it helps you with the nerves, I would also just try praying, try praying mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you go traveling. I had a friend who um who told me like every time she would go traveling, she would just pray every mm-hmm. single time. She would just be like, Jesus, help me. Uh, keep me safe. Amen. And I think that's a great prayer and it doesn't sound very holy, but then again, some prayers just don't, you know, it's just yeah. like, it's just a simple protect yeah. me, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the best we can do, but, but God, God's trustworthy. So like, do you, do your best to try and trust God? And if you can't trust God, ask him to show himself to be trustworthy. Then, you know, usually he will persuade us to trust him. So, yeah. 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 The prayers don't have to be so eloquent and have all the quote unquote right words. The Lord loves to just hear us and he knows what the underlying emotions and thoughts are within it as well. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. 
Well, Silas, as we're wrapping things up here, um, one of the questions that I always ask our guests is what has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? Yeah. Ooh. So as a, I mean, I think, I think that would actually have to be the London story yeah. of how I went there and I can go a little bit more in depth actually. So yeah, I, w- I went to this conference. It was a three-day conference, uh, Hillsong conference. It was, it was great. Had a great time uh, with friends and, and family and just had an awesome time and, you know, worshipped with 10,000 people. It's super cool. One of the best experiences I've had. And then we were to go home. I think we had to go 6 a.m. in the morning. Yes. I hate those early morning fights, not going to lie. <laughs> Way rather take the late ones. Uh, that's another tip for me. Don't take the early morning ones. <laughs> Unless that's the final thing you have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, and we went we went to the airport. And I think the day before, someone had told me at the conference, like, hey, uh, just so you know, you know, check up on the news and so on. Because I've heard there's some weird things going on with the airport industry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, that's fine. It's going to be fine. And we show up and we see, you know, on those boards, things where you can see the flight, the, the gate and all of that. Everything's just canceled, 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 canceled. And we're like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, whoa. And I think we sat in the airport for a good four or five hours. And by the way, I had no money left. I had spent it all on merch at the conference. <laughs> I was completely broke. I didn't know what to do. Um <laughs> So I was really happy I wasn't alone because I would be screwed if I was, not going to lie. But like you said earlier, like God sends people into our life to to help and, uh, and mm. guide. And that's that's incredible. So we ended up, uh, we looked at renting a car and we would drive all the way, which was going to be incredibly expensive. Like it was like $10,000 or something. Like it was insane, insane wow. amount. And it would take two, three days or something. It's crazy. And, uh, and then we called them up and they actually tried to scam us, which was super it's just uh-huh. so uncomfortable. Yeah, such an uncomfortable experience. Yeah. And uh, and we ended up, you know, being like, no, we're not going to do that. And then some, we met someone from the conference as well. That was also from our church. And mm-hmm. uh, and they were like, hey, I heard that, the, you know, they're trying to get some trains up and running to to go to, to, to France, I think it was. So you mm-hmm. guys should check that out. And we, we, we ended up going on a train to France. I think that's how we spent the night, basically. We spent all of the day. No, actually... Yeah. So what happened is we had to spend the night in London with these parental figures. I guess you can say they were friends of my uh, mom and dad. And uh, and then there was this other girl who was also stuck. And she was like 30 or some, something like that. She was one of the worship leaders in our church, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she ended up finding a plane the next day. Uh, it was incredibly expensive. I think she paid, yeah, actually around five or six thousand dollars um probably huh. it's just insane i've never never heard anything so expensive <laughs> when it comes to traveling that's crazy uh but but she was like i just i want to get home like this is just awful and i get her but what happened was that uh this was like all the hotels because this was affecting everyone you know all the hotels were completely booked so we Ooh. had this one super expensive hotel like it's so uncomfortable but we could only afford two rooms and we were four people and so yeah. You know, these parents, they were married. I was not, still am, uh, am not. And, uh, and this, this girl who was like 30 and me had to sleep in the same room. And I ended up just like, I was like, this is super uncomfortable. We don't even know each other. I know this sucks. Like, I can sleep on the floor if you want. And she's like, no, it's fine. But I was like, I ended up doing it anyways because it was just, it was so uncomfortable. So I slept on the floor at this super expensive hotel. At least it had a carpet floor. I'll say that. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I think we woke up at 4 a.m. and we we went to the station again to um, 
get on one of these trains and luckily they paid for me and you know i had to pay them back of course after you know we got home and so on but they paid for me we went to france then we thought about renting a car from france ended up not doing that and we went on another train to germany and then lastly from germany to um to denmark and i'll end off with this the reason it was um such a god moment in my traveling in my actually just in my life as a general is that I've never seen God provide that way for me mm -hmm. uh, ever. It was great, not just financially, but also with the people that were taking care of me. And like, this was hard on all of us. And the fact that I got to not be alone in that and, you know, God could have also just given me the money, mm -hmm. you know, but he, he actually sent people to, to help me and get me through that. And I also got to help them and we got to be a blessing to each other. I think we even read in the Bible together just like, because we were like, let's just pray and, and read because this is awful and it sucks. <laughs> uh, you know, let's just, God, take it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we did that. And it was just, it was such a great God moment because he just provided both financially, but also just emotional support and, and physical support. It was just, it was great. It was really, really, really cool to see how, how God can, you know, take a impossible situation and turn it to a very possible situation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your story. And it, it does sound like God really provided in lots of ways through that experience. So that's Definitely. awesome. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, as we're wrapping up, how can our listeners connect with you outside of today's episode? Yeah. Um, so like you said in the beginning, I'm a podcaster as well. And uh, I want to say also, thank you so much for having me again. This is this has been great. And it's so awesome. But uh, if you want to connect with me or, or with what I do, you can check out on Spotify or Apple podcast, uh, you can search in Jesus, uh, comma, the God man, uh, maybe I can send you a link as well. Sorry, you can put it yeah. in the bio. And uh, I have a link tree where there's also the socials uh, to an Instagram and a Facebook page, whatever you use. I mostly update the Instagram page. And that's also just at Jesus the Godman podcast. So, uh, yeah, that, that's how you can connect with me. And uh, I hope that you'll, you'll join and, and, and check it out. And uh, if not, then uh, it's just been a pleasure giving value into, into this. And I love what you're doing uh with this whole traveling network is so cool so cool <laughs> oh thank you so much and thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing some insight for those of us who don't know much about the train experience of course <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, Christian travelers, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and that you will be inspired to travel by train um, and to also check out Silas's podcast. Um, we will have links in the description below, so make sure you check that out. In addition, once again, uh, please head to our website and subscribe to our podcast as well. It helps us to reach more people and encourage them when it comes to faith and travel. And if you're looking for related podcasts, I encourage you to check out episode 96 when we talk about ethical evangelism with Justin James and episodes 149 and 150 where we talk about traveling by Amtrak and by Interrail. But until next time, safe travels and God bless.